everybody. Welcome back to Rose Dive. Um, we have Shay joining from the other side of the world. <laughs> hi, Shay. Yeah. Hi, Kyla. Here in California, our first um, virtual episode of Rose Dive ever. And I apologize in advance for, for everything. Um, for the audio quality. I, Kyla says that it sounds good. But it sounds okay. I, it's not I, bad. Who knows? We'll see, I guess. Um, yeah, but we're definitely sorry for getting the episode out late this week. We just had our lots of busy things happening this week, so it was difficult to yeah, find time to record. Bunch of but issues for our our dedicated uh, fan base. I'm sure they're <laughs> they're hankering for some content. No, I actually did feel bad though, because I don't like not. I don't know. I felt bad, but yeah, they everyone's okay. I'm sure, and it really is just like a it's difficult to do long distance podcasting. Yeah, as we found I out. I agree. But thankfully, it's only temporary, and in a couple weeks, we'll be back in person together. Yeah. And a positive that I didn't mention earlier, Shay, is that now I get to use the podcast, or the mic stand, and oh, it's so yeah. much better than holding my own mic. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's so much I, I, better. I think you like holding your own mic, though. No, I don't. This is so much better. This no is better? Uh, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that you hold the mic. Well, it gets very heavy, so I'm enjoying not holding this mic. It gets very heavy? Like, yeah, the mic, like two pounds? The, One okay. pound? All right, well, I'm going to have you hold the mic next time, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how heavy it is. Time. I can't wait for Clay-Doh season. Um, also, just so everyone who pictured our setup right now, I have my phone on speaker under <laughs> pillows in my couch, and that's how Shay's talking into the mic. So, it's under I'm pillows. I'm almost asleep. <laughs> He's just snuggled up. My phone is snuggled yeah, up in some pillows. I really am. Um, any Shay news that you want to share with our listeners? Uh, no, I've been in California for what are we? About two and a half weeks now. A little, a little less than two and a half weeks. I went to uh, Big Bear. I don't know if it's national park or state park, park or whatever it is. It was very nice though. We had a we had a good time. Uh, my mom had her birthday party. Happy birthday, oh, Paula. happy birthday to Paula. And, uh, <laughs> and um, not much else is happening over here. How's it going in, in old TX? Just falling apart over here. Absolutely. Yeah, how are the laws going? The laws? The laws, yeah. Have there been any law changes? In the last week and a half? Uh, not that I know yeah. of. Is there something okay, that I didn't think about? No, I didn't no, I was, oh, just, okay. I was just wondering. You're usually the, the legal expert. Absolutely. I'm here for your legal updates. Um, no, I got, I, I got, I have a new niece, which I'm excited about. My sister-in-law had a baby on Friday. And nice. then, so now I have s- five nieces and one nephew, and I'm going to have another nephew in January. So that's my most exciting news. Wow. Seven of them. I'm here with my two nephews and they're the only, they're the only uh, children that my, any of my siblings have. So I have two, and they're crazy. So I don't know what I would do with seven, honestly. Well, I haven't been around all of them at the same time before. Oh yeah, ever, that's true. So it'll be an experience. Yeah, but I should get them all together for Christmas. We'll we'll all I be have, together. We have little Elliot. He is uh, he's three years old, and he just screams. He will never stop screaming. <laughs> he's probably screaming right now. If you can hear him in the background, I can actually hear him. You know, all across <laughs> all from California. Yeah. But that's exciting news. Yeah. Oh, a, a sixth, a fifth niece. A fifth niece, sixth nibbling. Nibbling, yeah. 
Um, so that's been exciting. I'm actually going out to Houston on either Tuesday or Wednesday to go spend some time with them. So, but thankfully we're already recording long distance, so I can travel now too is what that means. Yeah. So we're going to be all nice. over the place with this, with this podcast. This we're going international. international. Houston and California. Thanks. We are uh, it's an international podcast. <laughs> we're worldwide now. We are the worldwide rose dive. Remember, yeah. didn't you didn't you say that there was somebody who was listening to us from South Africa? That's what the uh, or Germany. The ho- podcast host like pulled data, and there was like somebody from Germany, somebody from South Africa. Yeah, there's a couple different. That places. can't be true. That just seems like they're. I don't know. Maybe they have a VPN or something. Maybe I don't know. I'll um Maybe I'll George double check our, our demographics, but um I was let's t- okay. So we have a lot to talk about with Michelle's the last episode even though I barely remember it because it was so long ago. Yeah, it's been how many days? It's been – it's going on six days. But I can always talk about The Bachelor. Yeah. It could be a year has gone by since the season, and I still have thoughts on it. So, yeah, me too. And I can't really look at my notes since my notes are on my phone, which is where Shay is under the pillows. So we're just going to have to go off of memory. Um, we're we're going to wing it. But we always we're wing it, so it's okay. Based on emotion. Uh, okay, let's start with Brandon. Well, Brandon. okay. I, before we even start with Brandon, I just want to say I do miss be pre-pandemic Bachelor when you did actually go to the hometowns. That was that's always a really good episode where you see like the city the person grew up in, you see their family home. It's there's a different dynamic when they travel for it. Yeah, that that does sound a lot more exciting, um, and it leaves a little less up to the person like the the contestant or the guy to um to like think of to be creative with they're like what should okay what do you want to do on your hometown date we can't go to your hometown obviously but what's something that you wouldn't do and some of these guys just don't seem to be super creative in what they in what they uh choose to do and what represents their hometown I don't even so know it'd be how a much... lot easier if they would just have the opportunity to go so i i get that the producer still will help plan the dates for the actual hometown, so regardless of where it is. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay, well, I have thoughts on especially Joe's hometown, but we'll get into that. Let's start with <laughs> yeah. Brandon. Joe's. So they have like a skater date, and turns out Brandon's <laughs> not very good at skateboarding. Yeah, so they they go into like, this big airplane hangar or whatever with with a skate park in there, and I guess a lot of people skateboard in Portland. I think that's where he's from. I think. And uh, he he's like, yeah, my mom and dad, and my brother are all uh, avid skateboarders. I'm a, I have been skateboarding for a really long time, and it seemed like something that he was like, okay, I this is just something that I'm gonna show off to show that Michelle like I'm talented at something. Um, but then he starts skateboarding around, and he he can't land any of his tricks or anything. So I don't think it landed the way that exactly as he it, it's it was nice. It, it actually was nice, but he, I thought he was just trying to like, oh, look, look how good I can skateboard Michelle and look, look how cool I am. To his <laughs> but credit, it kind of turned into a different thing. To his credit though, I felt like he played it off pretty well. He was like, yeah, I'm embarrassed. This is embarrassing. I mean, then he laughed about it. <laughs> I, I like that about him because he was also kind of yeah. like that with um, one of the very first dates where he got all the words wrong when he was spelling. And he was like, you know, I may mess up my spelling, but I'll always make effort for you or something like that. Yeah, that's that's exactly what he said. I remember that. 
it was just like, yeah, this is super embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed if you, if I were you, Brandon. But then he was like, yeah, it's embarrassing. He acknowledges it. And then he like laughs at it and makes fun of himself, which I feel like is a very yeah. good quality. That's because he, he spelled protein wrong. <laughs> I remember he spelled, he spelled protein really, really badly. And then, he just switched the I and E. Yeah, I don't know. He he doesn't seem like the most, uh, I don't know, the, the most book smart guy in the world. But I guess it doesn't really matter. No. Um, the, the, I don't know. The, yeah, you're right. That, that kind of owning up to it and pointing it out and laughing at himself is kind of a Rodney thing to do. Yeah. But um, he, did it, he did it really well on this one. And so in that vein, he, it makes him likable. Brandon's very likable and his oh, yeah. family's so likable. Can we talk about his like dad? <laughs> I loved his dad. Yeah, no, they were both. Uh, and every, the brother. I don't know. I liked, I liked all these sets of, these sets of parents or guardians or, cause I know some of our step, step parents, but, uh, yeah, they, they were all, they were all pretty nice. They were all good people. It seemed like. Especially Charles. I love Charles, but we'll get into that. Oh, Charles. Um, but yeah, Brandon's hometown, I felt like objectively went the best. Like, I feel like she had the best chemistry with his family out of all the families. What did you think? Did you, do you think it's weird that he has already met her parents? And it seems, I don't, I don't know why they chose to do that with Brandon instead of like Nate or Joe or... I don't know, because that, that, that lends it to itself being like he's like he's the true front runner. But I really yeah. don't think that's the case. I don't think he's gonna win. But he is super likable in this in this one on one. Um his parents and Michelle get along really, really well. And um then he already met her parents, they get along. He already asked for their blessing, which I thought was weird, but whatever and, oh yeah because um, we didn't get to talk about last episode it's weird together. how they're painting it i don't know what'd you say i was just gonna say i forgot that we didn't talk about last week together yeah oh yeah we didn't you're right oh yeah i wanted to thank angela yet. for uh for for recapping with you and, and going over all that stuff because she had really good insights into some of that stuff i Definitely. can't remember exactly what uh what because I, I remember agreeing like because i agreed with everything but I remember saying, oh, man, that's that's a really good insight, like, three times uh, during that show. But I can't remember exactly what they were. But I for- totally forgot. Well, definitely, I agree. But I definitely forgot that you and I didn't do last week together. Yeah, I did, So I too, didn't know that actually. we didn't talk about the episode. Because um, I guess that's been, that's been almost two weeks since then. So we haven't recorded an episode in three weeks. And we haven't talked wow. very often, too. We've been That's just been busy. Time. Everything's been so busy. Oh, I went to Taylor Tomlinson's stand up stand up show. Oh, Taylor Tomlinson. I love her. Classic uh, stand up comedian. She's one of my I've favorites. Definitely never heard of. She's she's on the rise. She's pretty young, uh, but she was like also raised homeschooled, conservative Christian, and then like has evolved and her her comedy is like very dark, but it's just very relatable to me. Yeah, but that sounds cool. I honestly cried when she walked on stage. I was going to. She was just it's just so overwhelming to be in her presence. I just love her. Anyway, <laughs> um Oh, and then it was Thanksgiving before that. Okay, yeah. I think I've just like forgotten about what's happened the last two weeks of my life. It's all just a complete blur. No, yeah, it's been a there has been a ton of stuff happening. I know. A ton of stuff. 
Oh, 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 okay. Something I forgot to mention, too. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, Jay, but they actually canceled the second Bachelor season, so we're only going to get Clayton. Yeah, I saw that yesterday, actually. I was looking into that. So I, I think that's I think that's good. I think so, I too. I think that'll, that'll give us a little bit of a, of a break between just nonstop the onslaught of of bachelor people so i think that's a especially if i uh, turn i don't know maybe it's maybe it is bad i don't know if it's a positive or a negative because it could be that clayton season just just sucks i think the season we'll, is gonna we'll suck, want something good but I, I don't know we've been back to back to back to back seasons for a long time now so i'm yeah, gonna be a full year little... wouldn't it What's or almost that? a full year yeah because we had mm. Yeah, Katie, I don't remember what the last break was. I guess between Paradise Matt James and Michelle and, and then Clayton. So that's, I guess Matt, that's not. That's probably not a full year. That's probably forty weeks. Between Matt James and Katie was the only break that we've had. Because hmm. his season ended in like mid March, and then her season started beginning of June. So that was the last yeah. time we had a break. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of Bachelor stuff. Which I, I am, love it, but it could be nice to have a break. <laughs> from yeah, the I Bachelor agree. world. I, I've had a crash course and because I was reading through some Bachelor threads. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, about Do some tell. other stuff, and I was like, "Wow, it's it's crazy how many of these names that I that I recognize." And there's like a lot of names that I don't recognize mm-hmm. and don't know who they are, but there are a bunch of them that I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know who that is. I know Pilot Pete, uh, <laughs> I, sort of." But. Um, yeah, it's it's surprising to me how much I how many of these people I already am familiar with. We didn't really and I hate myself for that. You hate yourself for it? No, never mind. Because <laughs> if anyone, you could hate me for it because I dragged you into this mess. Yeah. This bachelor mess. Uh, also, we didn't talk about Katie and John, did we? Did we talked about this. Uh, we didn't. We didn't talk we about, didn't it, on talk the, about the, it on the on the the podcast. I don't think. Katie but, has um, really shown her like immaturity. I think. I don't like Katie. I don't like. I, don't I kind of like don't like her I don't either. E- you know, I don't even care it, about what she did with John and Blake and everything like that. I don't. I just don't like her. Just regardless of all that. I'm kind of in the same boat now. So, R.I.P. Um, some second. leads. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. Unfortunately, I knew this would happen. Can oh, yeah, no. I, you're, it's like pausing a little bit. Um, do you want me to try hanging up and calling you back? Yeah, pause it. Okay, you're pausing it really fast. Okay. Okay, thank you for waiting. Uh, we fixed all your issues. Technical difficulty <laughs> of the day. Not even the first one of. I the, the main technical difficulty is just the distance. Yeah. But um, anyways, where were we? Oh, we were just talking about Katie and John. Yeah, I kind of just like her at this point, which is just really yeah, unfortunate. I think she, I, and I'm not going to be like one of these people who's like, she's the worst person in the world. But when, you, when you're a normal person and you do get a lot of attention, I think you can start to kind of have, um, kind of do weird, weird things. I think you can. I think the whole Instagram thing she did was a um, wasn't very tactful. I guess wasn't it, it wasn't very. Um, I don't even know what exactly the words word would be, but I mean, it's just classy. kind of a 
uh, an untoward thing to do. I don't know. She, but I don't, I don't really care because she can do whatever she wants in her relationship. It, it, that doesn't really matter to me, but I can also do what I want in my perceptions of people. So, I mean, I just don't, I don't think she's, I don't think she's handling the attention as well as some other people do. I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, and I'm on Team Blake now, which oh, I never was. Me too. I don't want to be. Literally, I was like, am I attracted to Blake after all of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he hasn't changed at all. He, uh, I, I read some about that podcast that he was on when he found out that, yeah. that they had announced that they were dating or whatever. With Mike and Brian. I didn't. What, what? With Mike and Brian. Mike and Brian. Brian Abasolo is Rachel Lindsay's husband. Rachel Lindsay, I've talked about her on the podcast a lot. Yeah. You don't know I've her, heard her name a bunch. Anyways, Brian is her husband. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, when, when I didn't listen to any of it, but apparently he was uh, he was pretty taken aback by it. And he, I think he's also, I read in that same thing, that he doesn't want to be the bachelor. So I think his take on everything and his emotion doesn't have any ulterior motive to like build up his his brand as a person for any like future gain like being the bachelor or being on the bachelor again so i trust his i trust his reaction to what's going on as genuine Mm -hmm. um even though that relationship i i mean even in our season i was like when we were recapping it i was like i mean this isn't going anywhere and i think it pretty much everybody um i think most people thought that he her and katie weren't actually going to go the distance and get married and be and have that like fairy tale ending that a lot of these other people have yeah i think that another thing with blake that's great kind of what you're saying about him building his brand he rarely posts ads on instagram and when he does he dedicates like a percentage of any revenue he makes off his social media to wildlife preservation which is really cool so yeah he's definitely got his uh you can, I mean, I think our main criticism of Blake during that season was one, I didn't really want to see him just show up three weeks late, you know, and do that whole thing. I didn't really, I didn't really like that, but I don't really care either. And then number two is that he's just kind of a boring guy. Like he's not, he doesn't have like the um, interest, the more interesting personality of like, uh, I, I guess, say Michael A or Andrew. So I was just like, let's let's go, or even the controversial controversial takes and, and stuff like that by Greg. So he was just a little bit more of a safer pick, and that's I guess was my main criticism of him on that season. It's not that I was like Blake sucks I don't or think anything. He, did. he didn't he do really anything didn't. wrong though. But it's now that he has this, um, now that he his story, it makes him a much more sympathetic person i guess just in the in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. yeah well let's get back to michelle's season because no let's talk, I've, let's I've talk more distracted. about katie's season again we can't move on from katie's season <laughs> um anyways so uh, any other thoughts on brandon's hometown um i can't really remember that much about it i mean it didn't stick out to me that much in his um when they met the parents i know that they were getting along really well and that that um michelle was talking about how he could be her best friend was kind of her reasoning for him still being there um but i don't remember anything in particular that was like that stood out to me past that 
I think the only other thing that stood out to me, which I maybe already mentioned, I just felt like Michelle's chemistry with Brandon's family was the best out of all the families. Like, if yeah. she could pick any family, I think she'd pick, regardless of the guy, I think she'd pick Brandon's family. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I, I think that's exactly right. So that's our summary. He, uh, he has a nice family. Like, I they really were, they were really nice family. people, and you could tell that, um, you could tell that he, that he really values that. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what Michelle does as well. I think that would be, I think Brandon's the best pick. That's what I hear a lot point. of people saying that Brandon's the most, like, sure about her, the most intelligent, emotionally intelligent. He is the most expressive with his feelings other than the other guy, over the other guys, for sure. Yeah, do you think it's the, the main drawback, I guess, would be um, his p- potentially not being super mature, I guess? I don't really know. My main fear with him... He might be, and he might not be. I don't really know. My main fear with him is that he's getting caught up in the Bachelor bubble, and that in, like, three more months after the show's over, it's going to fizzle out. Like, how much... I wouldn't see that happening from Brandon's side. I really wouldn't. Not in in three months, at least. Maybe in, like... Because it's Michelle, who is just awesome anyway. Yeah, but I just feel like Brandon's kind of in this, like, puppy love that... It just feels younger. His, like... And I feel like he, ex- Brandon expressed earlier on how he felt about Michelle when I was like, oh, that's really early to say that to Michelle. But. Oh, yeah. No, he's been, he's been very, he's been one of the earliest of these two seasons that I've watched. He's been the earliest to say, I guess I'm, whatever he said, I'm falling for you or whatever mm-hmm. it was. But I, I actually, this is one of the first seasons where I don't know. I could actually see, I don't think she's going to pick him. But I could see there being a crazy twist. Let's say she sends Joe home next week, and then she ends up with Brandon. I don't know. I'm like, it could happen. Yeah. It's I not could see outside that too. the realm of possibilities. It would, it would only be because Joe's one-on-one with meeting the family, they did not have as much. And they just don't have that as much chemistry as as e- even like Rodney or Brandon or, or uh, Nate. I really mm-hmm. don't think so. I mean, he's like, I, it, it's just that hometown, that safe, comfortable, familiar feeling that I believe keeps him being, and that might be powerful enough to to make him win. I really don't know. I don't think so. If I was if I was betting right now, it, it was it would be Nate, even though I, I chose Joe, <gasps> oh, and we really? still have the bet with Joe. Oh my gosh! My I do think Nate's Nate gonna now. win. Um, but you know, and I have more thoughts for why I think Joe, Nate's so. gonna win too now. But, okay, let's get on to Rodney's uh, hometown. I don't really have a ton to say about Rodney's hometown other than the whole Apple thing. I was like, okay, we get it. Rodney and Apples. It kind of got overplayed. Like, the last date being an Apple date at the Apple Orchard. Like, it's cute, but also it was just, like, very one-dimensional. And also, yeah. it was almost painful because we all know Michelle's not picking Rodney. And so it's just hard to see Michelle have to explain to the family why Rodney's special, knowing that she's probably going to send him home that week. You know, like, isn't that kind of awkward? I felt bad for Michelle. No, yes, it is. And and you could tell throughout the entire thing, especially when Brandon had such a good date first. So they, they show Brandon first. And I think they the order in which they gave these one-on-ones, Brandon, Rodney, Joe, and then Nate, was, I guess, probably the best way they could have organized it for the dramatic appeal of it because you have it might Brandon, not have been filmed one, in that order pretty much blows it away with this date really like not the not the uh the skate park necessarily but meeting the family does a really good like he 
didn't do himself any harm by having that date. Like he's still good to go. Mm-hmm. And then number two, here comes here comes Rodney, and he is ultimately right now he is the underdog. He's he is the underdog. So he's gonna have to do. I don't know. There there would have to be huge changes for Michelle to even pick him to stay past this week and to go to fantasy suites next week, which isn't going to happen. That's pretty much in, insurmountable for him because I think she had already chosen who she was going to choose. Well, but, uh, another thing yeah. though is that another thing that I wanted to bring up is, you know how Rodney had this whole storyline of being the underdog. Yeah. The whole promo for Clayton season is everyone loves an underdog. That's his tagline. Yeah, have I, you seen I that? saw that as well, and I have I have no clue what they're talking about. I'm like, how the f is Clayton an underdog? <laughs> what? Like how? How? I think production yeah, is in, is blind. Like they don't they I, have no I idea. Know. I actually I really don't know what they're talking about. Like read the room. <laughs> <laughs> like they literally sent Rodney home. Rodney's like, yeah, I'm, I've always felt like the underdog. Michelle's like, you're not the underdog, and then they're like. Clayton, the underdog. Everybody loves the underdog. I'm just like... Maybe they got him confused. Do you think they were like... They accidentally sent mail to Clayton's house, but they wanted Rodney to actually be the bachelor. And (laughs) and then Clayton got really excited about it. He was like, oh, thanks, guys. Y'all are are awesome. And so they they didn't have the heart to tell him they actually chose Rodney for the bachelor. That'd be so rough. They should have chose Rodney. Rodney would have been such a fun bachelor. Oh, well. Um, another thing I want to point out is that all the mothers, out of all the mothers, three of them are redheads, and they were all three interracial relationships. And then the one mother who wasn't a redhead had, like, blondish red hair. <laughs> wasn't that oh, so yeah. interesting? Which is, which is weird because uh, – and then there's Michelle's parents who are also, who are also interracial. Yeah. With, uh, with the mother with being white. With an African-American white. father and then a white mom. So it's like – it was very interesting. It, also, just that, the fact that all three moms yeah. were redheads, too. I was just like, what are the odds? Like, there are not, redheads are a very st- small portion of the population. I think there's, like, 3% of, of, the, of the population is, is red, has red hair, which I think is, <laughs> it's really strange. That, that <laughs> is a very, a, and probably, and then if you take it to, um, I don't know, I, don't, I like, that is a very, very strange coincidence that three of the four of the people on The Bachelor would would have that yeah it was weird but i don't really have any other thoughts on rodney's hometown though i just really loved him as a person and i'm sad that he spoiler alert didn't make it past the end of this he episode. Is, he's gone if you're watching along <laughs> with oh, rose dive on our recap and you're watching the episode at the same time spoiler he does he get to know unfortunately so next we have joe's date and they go to his high school. This actually, it felt like a hometown, though, because it is Joe's hometown. So they got yeah, to go to Joe's, Joe's hometown, yeah. which made it better. I thought that, give, that gives Joe such an edge. And this also goes to show how Joe is really kind of not stepping up the way that he could. Like, he could so easily be winning this thing. And he gives so little, it feels. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The podcast is probably going to catch up, pick up on like my notifications and stuff. Anyways. No, who cares? Um, sorry, everybody. But I was too popular. I have so many people want to text me. It's just like <laughs> going to be blowing up in the podcast. I I could have put my phone on do not disturb, but it's too late because I can't take the phone out of the out of the pillow fort that I've constructed yes. with it. Um, no, dude, this whole thing could collapse. Exactly, but 
Joe, okay, so Joe has, takes her to his high school. He, like, makes out with her at his spot by outside of the library. Then they have this prom, and Michelle's like, I'm so touched that Joe would do this for me. I'm like, Joe didn't do this for you, though. Like, production did this for you. (laughs) And Joe's just, like, standing there awkwardly. Joe put up this disco ball by himself, and Joe put up these streamers and got the suits and the dresses and made all the food i i don't know i don't i don't know why i bet he was like what if we did like a prom I, actually he probably didn't even come up with the idea no i they probably, probably they stole it straight from bachelor paradise <laughs> it would be so funny i heard someone else i don't know who said this but i heard someone else was like what if all of the people from that prom just showed up at this prom <laughs> and they've just been like dancing ever since the last prom no, be, we had like thomas hilarious. and becca have, uh, what was her name chelsea Chelsea comes to this prom and uh, Aaron, Tia. James, Tia. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be so fun. I wish they would have done that. And one also, thing about um, one thing about when they were walking through the school at the very beginning of the of the date, he's like, "Yeah, I tried to stay away from this area because this is where the biology and math was. I'm not good at math or biology." And then he goes to the library and he's like, "I didn't really spend too much time in there either." I don't really understand the. And I don't know, because Michelle's a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. I don't understand the the thought process behind being like, yeah, I'm kind of a dumb guy, as kind of as something to to build, uh, what is it called? Rapport. To build affection or what? Yeah, rapport or whatever you call it. I, I don't. I don't really understand that urge to I do that. I thought it was kind of funny because it's it's kind of it's uh, what. I what thought it was say? funny, though. I was like, like, if I was walking through school, I'd be like, yep, that's the bath where I definitely avoided because I hate that subject. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. Just Joe's not that funny as himself. No, he's he is not super funny. Also, okay, another thing somebody pointed out. You know how, like, uh, Michelle did these running jumps? She'd run up to the guys and jump, like, wrap her legs around them. She didn't yeah, do it that. Just, she did it, it was, with everyone except it, for only Joe. Joe. Yeah. And then Joe was the only guy who didn't comment that she looked pretty or beautiful or well-dressed or anything all the other guys are like oh you look so beautiful and he just looked at her and he didn't say anything yeah i i don't know joe does not give me enough affection everybody's like joe isn't giving enough and joe should be trying harder but joe just doesn't know what to do like he just can't do that i think he probably thinks those things i don't think he verbalizes it yeah he probably but he can't like he doesn't know how and it's obvious from his was that his that was his dad that's his that's not his stepdad I'm not getting that confused right yeah that was that's his, his dad. actual that's his dad and he's exactly like the conversation that. that they had where they're just they're not talking one bit <laughs> you see exactly where Joe gets his inability to verbalize what he's feeling on the inside you can't I don't know you can't unlearn that in in the span of three weeks or six weeks or however however long it is that you've I... had. 20 whatever how old he is 28 or something like that 28 years of not being a good communicator and kind of being taught to not be a good communicator he's not going to be able to fix that so us being like come on joe just just tell her how you're feeling it's something that he i don't think is uh at least he's not thinking like oh i should do this and then not doing it he just doesn't know that he should be doing that at at this point he, he probably will in retrospect after he loses I really but. hope that Michelle ends up with Nate because I do not think Joe is good enough for her in terms of his emotion, not good enough, but his emo- he's so emotionally less ahead. And I feel like mm. they were trying to production was trying to make it seem like Nate's the one who's like emotionally immature, which he may be, but I think Nate's 
more emotionally involved than Joe is. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Definitely based on based on these two dates and based on their history of just this show itself, uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. Because Joe, and I don't, and everybody has been praising Nate for his vulnerability and his openness and everything like that. I don't see anything like that either. But we're really gauging that against Brandon and gauging that against Rodney, who are two di- very different types of people from Joe and Nate. Very, you know, they're just different types of people. And I think Rodney, Nate and Joe are really good for Michelle. I mean, not, not really Joe. They're, they're pretty, Joe's a pretty good match. Nate is a very good match. But I think Brandon and Rodney are going to give you something that, that throughout the, the time of a relationship, you're not going to be able to get from Nate and Joe. That's I'm, my two cents. That might not be that. true, but that's, that's what I see. I see, okay, I see Nate and Brandon as kind of on the same level in terms of, I think they both could be really good for her, and I think it's time is going to show, like, and you really just don't have time, but, like, if you were to see each of them in a one-year relationship with Michelle, I could see Brandon, like, being infatuated and then, like, losing his infatuation and not being as dedicated or being, like, less mature or something like that, or I could also see, or by, or he could be really committed or the same with Nate. I could see it going either way with both of them. And yeah. I kind of feel like Nate has been a little bit um, judged harder because of how he looks. Like, I feel like we are more likely to assume that Nate is a player than Brandon just because of how they look. And, like, yeah, Nate's 6'8". He is... 6'8". Uh, he is... <laughs> he has tattoos. He has earrings. He's very confident. But really, has he done anything to show us that he's a player other than just being attractive? And that's, I feel like I hear a lot of people being like, oh, I think Nate's a player. Like, he probably is a player. But I don't know. Sometimes, honestly, sometimes it's the guys that don't look like a player that are the most player-y player. And then sometimes <laughs> the guys who look like players are actually just pretty decent people. So I yeah, think... Yeah, that's coming from you, Kyla, who has called that's... many people that, you, <laughs> that you've said have player vibes that didn't give us any actual evidence of that. Who? You're you're a main contributor to that. Wait, what? You, you always I'm say confused. this guy gives me gives me player vibes. You say that about about a bunch of people, and that that have actually given us no evidence of of player vibes, or they might give player vibes. I don't know. Oh, Andrew S. But like, I still maintain that Andrew, Andrew S. S. and Greg. Andrew S. and Greg sleep around a lot. I promise you. I promise you I know they do. <laughs> what evidence do we have of that? I have my it's heart and my thing, knowledge of guys. No, I know guys exactly like that. <laughs> I just know guys okay. like them. But um, well, and they probably I, sit I around too, which is fine. I guess the people about Nate know guys exactly like that. They, they know tall, um, earring tattoo guys that, but, that must be players. Okay, but here's another thing, though. It's not wrong to be a player. I'm pro player over here. Very pro player. I just think that Nate could also be a really committed partner. And I think a lot of people are um, discounting him as a partner because they think that he is good with women. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I'm just trying to say that I think Nate was maybe has maybe been a little bit judged harsher because of how he looks over Brandon is what if, I'm trying to if say. Michelle chooses Nate, she will have to start over. Is my is my um opinion she w- they won't get married it just oh. I, I really truly believe that they will not get married i think they and will. have this 
this relationship that Michelle wants. The thing is, though, okay, Shay, it's always easier to bet on a couple's downfall because most couples don't last. So it's that's always a better bet. But yeah, exactly. And whatever, I'm gonna choose to believe in love, even though she, we don't even know if she's picked anyone. <laughs> okay, so he's never had a relationship that he's brought to his parents. Okay, you know right? it probably won't work out. You're right. I don't. You probably won't work out. And it's not just based on that most relationships don't work out. If you take this one just specifically, Michelle and Nate, it just there's no way. I really, really don't believe it. Like you can see, you can see relationships that that these people are actually that these people are actually right for each other. But uh, other than possibly out. Michelle picking Brandon, the, I don't think any of these would would actually um stand up to the test of the real world i really don't i but, think that I mean, you're placing they can prove me wrong i think you're care, placing but... more faith in brandon i think i don't still don't 100 percent trust brandon as much as everyone else trusts brandon trust him as in that he gets that he gets bored like he loses the the honeymoon period ends and then he loses interest in her or, or yeah like or as soon as something hard point. hard happens like i've been with guys like this too they're like so over the top romantic in the beginning and they're so into you and sometimes that can be a red flag like i don't know or like a bad boundaries i don't know where it's just sometimes it's like i'm, I'm not even communicating what i'm trying to say i just no, i know i know what you mean i definitely do because he, he is I just Straight felt up, like, why was it so easy for him to become head over heels for Michelle? Yes, is I the just question. feel like that's concerning. Whereas yeah, I, it, it would be concerning to me as well, but that that doesn't necessarily mean. I, I mean, okay, all of I, I I'm sorry for this opinion to Michelle, and I don't think you got the four guys that are or the three now that are going to eventually one of them is going to become the love of your life that I think that sucks, but I really, I don't think that we got there and these are really good. All four of them, I think are really good people. Like, I think they're genuinely would try to, I don't think they're there for any other ulterior motive other than, you know, seeing if it works out. Mm -hmm. But I really, I just don't, I don't believe that, that we found it, um, in this one. That's fair. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I hope can get you're wrong, wrong, but uh, you're probably right, but I hope you're wrong. But yeah, um, like, like in, uh, just, just as, as a quick aside in Katie's season, um, of the top, like five people I could have seen, I could have seen, I, I could have seen, uh, Andrew S and her actually being a true, a real couple in the real world. Um, I could have seen if Michael A would have liked her more. <laughs> then I think Katie and Michael A could have been a real couple in the real world. Um, but I don't see that with it with, I guess. Okay. And now I'm, now I'm wavering on it. Um, maybe Nate and Michelle just like maybe, but I really, I don't believe it. I don't think so. Yeah. We'll see. We I mean, see. Nate could leave next week. Who knows? <laughs> Final two could be Joe and Brandon. Yeah. And it's not going to be, I really think yeah, he's going to we'll win, see. but let's finish talking about Joe's hometown though. So we have the prom stuff. I did have a thought when they're dancing by themselves in the room. I was like, is this awkward? Like in real, like they're playing music. They put in music in like post-production, but was it awkward the day of? Like, was there actually yeah, music that, when they're dancing? I don't know. That's what I was thinking as well. I was and like, Joe this, looks like an awkward this seems dancer. weird. If there were more people there, like you were saying, if people had shown up. It would have been more, like, more because, fun. Yeah. Do you, you remember on Bachelor in Paradise, if they would have just had the like 
six people or whatever go to that dance, it would have been really weird. <laughs> and, and then, so they had to get those other people to come in and kind of fill out the room a little bit to where it's an actual party that you haven't been hanging out with these people for, for three weeks already. So part of what's fun about prom is like the energy and it's like the whole event and people surrounding it. So yeah, the, the idea of that is really nice since the, the, what is it? The, the message behind the idea of the prom is really cool Mm -hmm. because Michelle was asked last to prom or whatever she said in, in her poem. And then Joe didn't get to go to prom. So it's, it's like these two hometown people finally get together after a long time. So that's a really nice idea, but in reality, in practice, it might not have actually worked out as like on from a perspective of Michelle and, and Joe, they're like, well, I mean, we're just dancing here alone. Um, I mean, we took the pictures and, and did all this stuff, but yeah, how long could they possibly actually entertain themselves by doing that stuff? Like, like an hour? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it was, I, I feel like it was a good hometown though. And then yeah. they go to Joe's parents' house, and do you want to cover the fun moment between what you said was, what, the pinnacle of Bachelor, or the funniest? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was so funny. So um, in these parts, they'll kind of exchange who they're talking to. So Joe, uh, Michelle will go talk to Joe's mom, and then Joe will spend some time with his dad, and they'll do that with all of them. So Brandon did the same thing, and Rodney and Nate did, all did the same thing. And... So when Joe is spending time with his dad, he's like, so, yeah, hey, how you been? And Joe's like, good. <laughs> it was so it was so amazing. Like, I was laughing out loud for a, a long time on this part because he was like, how you doing? How you? I'm good. It's definitely a crazy, crazy, uh, crazy process that I'm in. And then <laughs> like, for Joe's sure, like, for sure. Joe, who we know to not communicate and not really – he's introverted it seems like is not to want to do a bunch of this um uh what is it called uh you know explanation of things and going way into detail of things that don't really need to be covered that much but for the show it's good to have that extrapolation on what they're thinking so that's what a lot of people do brandon and rodney are really good about um explaining what they're actually feeling inside even if it's just to their mom or their dad or to michelle or whoever but but then um joe or joe's dad joe's like so i know you have some more questions about this uh and joe's like i mean joe's dad's like no not really <laughs> i don't really have any other questions and then they just sit there in silence and it was it was so incredibly funny it so and i awkward. loved it because i i like to picture um if if i were to go to a hometown and i'm like okay i have to introduce my mom and my dad and whoever else to to this girl that I've known for six weeks. How is my how is my dad going to react to that? How is my mom going to react to that? I mean, what's the situation going to look like? And this this right here was so much closer to how it would actually look in real life for me, and I'm sure a lot of people, um, because my mom would would act very similarly to a, a lot of these moms. Very very because she's protective over me and stuff like that. But my dad wouldn't have no interest in in any of this um, this uh, dialogue that the, the bachelor wants you to kind of go through. He would have no interest in that, and neither would I, really. So um, this was, I thought, was really, really good. What did you think of it? It was one of the most real moments on this show that I've seen. Yeah, and it's just very much such a dad thing 
to be like, do you have any questions? Nope. Do you? Nope. All right. No, not really. <laughs> it's just like, like <laughs> you know, you still got to, it's, it's funny because he's trying to give advice. He's like, you know, you still got to express yourself to her. And then Joe's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel that or, or something, whatever he said. And that's just, it's not even advice. It's just like, it's just like him wanting to kind of, um, kind of say something. Hey, you know, you still got to express yourself to her and he heard because he knows himself. You know, he's he knows himself as I, I'm his dad, and I know that I'm not good at that stuff. I I never have been, and I'm not a guy to go out of my way to, um, to express myself to anyone. Is what it seems like by the, mm-hmm. the short interactions that they had, and so he knows what what Joe is going through right now because he he is the same type of guy. Oh, definitely. But, uh, oh, and then they had the uh, the sister. The sister in law. No, she carried this hometown on her back. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> I would want to be friends with her. But also... No, she seemed she seemed really nice. And, like, the brother, brother was so quiet even, too. I was just like, wow. Like, these men are all just marrying the most emotionally intelligent women who carry the relationships on their back. Oh, anyways. I just love well, Tana. Do I, don't, I don't know that that's necessarily the case because if they are emotionally intelligent, then they know that that behind behind the scenes that the, that they actually are able to give them what they need as far as emotional vulnerability. And they might not be able to, maybe. but if they are emotionally intelligent, like we see on screen, then maybe they see a little bit more into these people than we do. There's just you such know, an imbalance. that's what Michelle can have for Joe. There's such an imbalance between the relational ability of the sister-in-law versus the brother and then of the mom versus the dad. And then oh, yeah, Michelle definitely. versus Joe. Like, all of these women, I feel like, are better are talking about their emotions, better articulating. It's, it's not even necessarily emotional intelligence. They're just better at relationships, and all these guys are, like, so quiet. Although, we don't really get to know Joe's brother, so maybe he's better. But it was just very quiet. Yeah. Some very quiet men. And that's, but that's women and men in general. Is not women always. Women are generally going to be better communicators of, of emotions. Oh, yeah. that's, that's true. That's just generally true. This was it's a stark example of it, though. This was, like all three of these people each each one of these relationships it's like michelle is looking into a into the future of mm-hmm. what hers is going to look like and if she likes that then that's okay if she really thinks that joe uh can get to that level then then okay but it, it, i guess it just depends on her perspective of do i like kind of what their parents relationship looks like and what the parent, what the sister-in-law and the brother look like as well. Because you're going to have a similar relationship, or at least a similar outward relationship than that. Like a dynamic. I think yeah. that this episode made me... Like, it, it brought Joe down a couple pegs. And not, not pegs. It... Joe's uh, ability to compete <laughs> for Michelle. Like, I felt yeah. like his... Um, wow, I'm so inarticulate today. Uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? I just feel like this episode... In the race, like I feel like Joe fell behind in this episode. If that makes sense. Yeah, if you're if you're talking percentage of their opportunity to win, his his percentage definitely went down. Like I feel like well, this I was not a good episode. We had, we like had was, one leave, but it was okay yeah. for Joe. But is this episode didn't help him? I don't think. And the fact that he, I just feel like I don't know. I just I don't love him for her at this point. Yeah. So and it could be you know it could be. Um, that the bachelor and the scenes that we've been shown and the, the, all that we've been shown 
isn't correct, and he could be far away like the winner right now. I, like he could be already chosen. I, I could definitely see that. And what we're what we're seeing is like them trying to 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 dramatize it a little bit more. See, I could see that happening. I don't think that's probably the case. But I could you see out of these three, Michelle has already been like, okay, I I choose Joe. You think that that could happen? That, it could definitely that happen. Could have been where she was. It could definitely happen. But I think what you just said about um, them trying they, to show play state placed out i think that's about nate though and what they were saying yeah. i think they were trying to place doubt about nate in our minds because i think nate yeah. is the winner is my my thinking he could so, not be yeah but... you said that the other day when we were talking i think um and that that's what swayed me to the idea that nate was probably gonna win was that okay what what is the what is the job of the producers or the bachelor it's to it's to create drama where they're it's to inflate drama at least and to make the ending questionable. So it's also... And, oh, sorry, what? Oh, it's uh, it's also to make it so the ending isn't super obvious. They want yeah. us to wonder what's going to happen. So if this hometown for Nate went really perfectly, I don't know. They're always going to make the winner a little bit. It's a little bit shaky if they're going to win or not. But yeah. um, let's just talk about Nate's date, maybe. Nate's hometown. Yeah. Okay, so Nate, they did a paddleboarding date, which looked... Honestly, this was the one I would have done, wanted to do the most out of all these dates. This was this looked like be five, by far the most fun day portion of the day. Um, so they paddleboard together. We see more of Nate's tattoos. They both have kind of matching swimming suits. And um, we go meet his parents. And right off the bat, I loved Charles so much. I loved him so much. Yeah, he was no, a stepdad. Charles, Charles was a pretty good. He was a pretty good character in this thing. And what I found out later, so step Charles is a stepdad, but he's actually the step Charles and his mother are divorced. Actually, they divorced like a yeah. year or two ago. But Charles oh, you came found that out later. That was in the show. I know, but I didn't. I guess I didn't hear it. But mm-hmm. I like read later. I was like, oh, so that I didn't realize that that was the case. So the fact that he showed up was really sweet, and Charles like kind of throws him under the bus. But then like Nate's not even mad at him. Um. Yeah, Charles was basically saying, Michelle is asking if, uh, asking Charles if he thought Nate was ready for an engagement, and Charles, in a roundabout way, says no. Yeah. And then that, Michelle's now concerned, and then Nate and Charles talk, and Charles is like, yeah, I, I said this, and Nate was like, oh, Charles, why? <laughs> and then um, he was, and then Nate was saying that he wanted to be a father like Charles was to him. And then Charles was like, you'll be even better. And then Nate was like, I just want to say that I love you. I've never said that before. And then Charles was like, I love you too. And it was just such a beautiful, heartwarming moment. It was my favorite moment of the entire episode. Yeah. It was just really sweet. When when Charles, and I just felt like Charles really, like I'm actually surprised Nate and Charles aren't closer because Charles seemed so like down to earth and like you could share your emotions with him. Like, it was surprising me that they're not closer. I love, I just loved their dynamic a lot. Yeah, it's probably not that they're not, because I bet they are close, but you can have that type of, you can have that type of relationship with people where you don't, I don't know, you don't go into all of that type of stuff. Because it seems like they just haven't really talked about relationships mm-hmm. that much, which I think a lot of people don't really uh, put their parents into that world unless it's going to be something really serious and it sounds like nate hasn't really had something that was really serious to where he needed to 
he needed to have that conversation with his with his mom and his stepdad. Um, I agree with you that that him coming. I think they. I think he became his stepdad when he was in ninth grade. So that's something like probably what do you probably ten years of of him ten fifteen years of of knowing Charles. So. I don't know. It, it was a very, very nice and, and touching scene. And it seemed, it seemed real. I, I really don't, I, I really don't believe that, that they were blowing smoke when they were talking about that was the first time that, that Nate had said, I love you to his stepdad and that his stepdad said, I love you to him. Um, I don't think that was just dramatization or anything like that. And then Nate um, cried in his ITM. Yeah. That was just really sweet. And then when um, Nate and Michelle are saying goodbye on the bench outside, Nate is, like, glowing because of this sweet interaction he just had with Charles. And then Michelle's kind of concerned because of what Charles said. But it was just so heartwarming. And I didn't feel like Nate was shaken by his hometown at all. Do you think that that was exactly right for Charles to have said? Like, Yeah, it's his if perspective. He, if he has these type of trepidations about about Michelle's re- or, uh, Nate's and Michelle's relationship, that he should be the one to bring them up. I think if she asks, he can say from his perspective. But also, like, how much does Charles really know Nate as an adult, though? That's another thing. It's like my parents could potentially be like, oh, yeah, Kyla's totally ready for marriage or she's not ready at all. And they wouldn't really know because I don't really share it that much about my dating life with them, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that, too. Um, He must he must have some kind of insight into it because he. But they live they live really far apart, so they probably don't even spend a whole lot of time together anyway. So I kind of don't so, put as much stock into like because yeah. your family sees you as a child. They don't they don't always see you as the person that you are present day. So I also just feel like if they don't talk about these things and they both admit they don't talk about these things, then how can Charles really say that he's not ready? Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's definitely at least he was saying from from his perspective of what he actually thought was was correct and not just being like yeah whatever you guys want to do and uh if if he really thought that even if he's wrong about it you know even if he has the thought that um even if he doesn't really know that nate is not ready if from his perspective he thinks that nate isn't ready from what he knows about nate then bringing it up is probably the best thing to do and then just for to for michelle to have that information but um he might just be wrong, you know. He might still just be wrong about it. And if Nate and Michelle are meant to be and she he's meant to win, then she's probably going to be able to see that. That he is more mature than what his stepdad sees him as and that he actually is ready for it, which mm-hmm. I do think is what's going to end up happening. Well, one thing his stepdad said that I didn't really agree with, he was like, Nate doesn't know the difference between being in love and being engaged and married. I'm like, well, obviously, he's never been engaged and married, so he doesn't like that's like a yeah, yeah. obviously because he's never been engaged or married. So I think that he was do maybe. Do you think it's um it's kind of what you said about Brandon, is like you have this whole process and you've never been in something serious in your life, so you're kind of made to. <laughs> you can hear my nephew. Yeah, I was like, is that a dog? What is that? <laughs> you're you're kind of um wired in our society at least to want this uh to want this this long-lasting marriage want the family the kids and everything like that so if you go through this process it turns out that 
okay, now it feels like I do that I'm right on the brink of having that. So I don't know if it's like if we're going to be able to trust Nate to have the ability to differentiate between what is actually um, the true thing or if it is something in the in the process of The Bachelor and if he is getting caught up in that. So I think maybe it was a little less um, articulated incorrectly by the stepdad, but I think that's what he's kind of saying. It's and I like, don't think he's wrong. Hey, you, you know, you're... <laughs> I just think the same goes to Brandon, though, too. Like, I feel like everyone has all these positive things to say about Brandon, all these, like, concerns about Nate, but I kind of feel like I see Brandon and Nate at kind of the same level in terms of how much we know about how they would be long-term because we just really don't yeah. know. Yeah. And, and I guess that gets kind of down to the, to the issue with the bachelor in general is that the bachelorette really or the bachelor, know. if it's in that season, is just going to have to take a risk at that point. And yeah. they are going to take a risk. And that's, that's why a bunch of these risks don't work out. Like Katie and Blake, that was a big risk for, that was a big risk for the both of them, especially after we find out that they really don't have a plan for afterwards. Well, and that's why I think that she should pick Nate because I think she's more drawn to Nate. And if you're going to take a risk on somebody and it's going to be really hard, you better, that better be like the, your favorite person, the person that you like the most. And so I just feel like she likes Nate more than Brandon. She likes Brandon for sure. But I think she is like more, there's more inherent attraction and magnetism with Nate. And I just feel like, at this point you don't there's so much unknown with both of them just go with whoever you like the most and that you think you have the best shot with and then you just try to make it work and see what happens i, yeah, that's what you I would do. agree with that too you just want to increase your odds of of it actually being what you think it is yeah because you're not gonna at any point during this whole thing you're not gonna be certain and and it's also so we have nate who lives in who now lives in austin mm-hmm. and then she lives in minnesota but his his family lives in Canada, which is close to Minnesota. So I could see I could see if they wanted a long term relationship to work out, it would be easier for him to move to Minnesota to be with her than it would be for um, who is it Brandon to leave Portland all the way in the northwest of the country and leave his family there and come to Minnesota or her leave her family to go to Portland. So that kind of gives them a, a plus one of that's just the, the workability of their future relationship. But, you know, that just depends on if Nate wants to move to, uh, move to Minnesota at any point. We'll see. But I think I feel good about my, what have we bet again? What I know that I bet on Nate and you bet on Joe. Chick-fil-A. Was it just Chick-fil-A? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think I, when we made that bet, I kind of thought Joe was going to win, but I was like, oh, I'll give it to Shay because, you seemed more yeah. certain about Joe at that point. I was like, I would find taking Nate. But no, now I kind of Joe feel like should Nate. Have, man, he, <laughs> he had it all. He really did. And it's, it's again, it's, it's just that he didn't have the ability to. It's not like he's just not doing something that he knows he should do. It's just he's he doesn't have best, that ability to do it. But and I thought maybe he, he would must if he felt more comfortable with Michelle after a certain amount of time that he would be able to do it. But he just can't do it, it seems like. Like he just doesn't have the ability to. Mm-hmm. So now I'm I'm off the Joe train. Well, we'll see how it turns out. I'm I'm interested to see the ending of the season. I don't know what's going to happen, truly. Yeah, me neither. Um, but next week is, as in tomorrow night, is uh, Mental All, which I'm excited to see Martin and Michelle face off. And I'm excited to see, that's who I'm most excited to see. 
and the guys can print money. The, did you see the preview for uh, Rick? Oh, yeah, I did. Him, like, I don't know. Uh, I, maybe he's doing a, a Bachelor in Paradise audition or something like that. Do you think that's what he's doing? Because it's, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. I'm kind of over Rick. Rick bother, Rick annoys me. I don't think he's that. He's kind of, he's just really Connor-ish. The more that the more that we that we see of him, the more he just he's falls just like, into that into that mold of, of Connor. So I think he got so caught up in it. He was like Michelle was like the love of my life, and now I'm nothing without her. Like it's kind of that vibe that kind of yeah. annoys me. It's just like, dude, yeah. you're on the show for like. He was two like, weeks. I couldn't sleep last night. I was like, man, just go to sleep, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He got so attached so quickly. I feel suffocated thinking about him. Yeah. They did have so. that nice date, though. Do you remember that? That was that was one of the best dates of this whole season, when they went on the uh, gondola yeah. ride. Up it was the a nice date. Mountain and stuff. Still though, it's just one date. Nope, it wasn't just one date. It was just one date. Date of a lifetime. Um. So okay. So this week we have. So we'll probably release an episode Tuesday or Wednesday, and then the week after that we have. Is it Fantasy Suites? I guess next week. Yeah. Or. I think so. Yeah. So Fantasy Suites, and then after that, is that the fun finale? After That's the finale, weeks. I think. Oh my gosh, it's I coming mean, to finally, such a Finally, finally, after anticip- just years of anticipation, I get to see Clayton be the Bachelor. Oh be. my gosh, I've just been waiting my entire life for this. I I remember when I was born, and my mom wrote my baby book, and she was like, "One day, Clayton is going to be the Bachelor." I'll see if and, I can get. Uh, I'll see if I, I can get my wait. brother to name uh, my new nephew Clayton after. This Clayton. You should. Oh yeah, you should. Clayton. Clayton the Bachelor, whatever their last name is, Davis. <laughs> this may be my least anticipated season ever. Actually, like I don't know if I've not wanted to lead so much before. Well, I, that has happened before. Chris, uh, the farmer, Chris. I didn't. I just didn't watch the season because I was like, this guy sucks. He's so boring. Yeah. And. Um, who else did I not watch? I didn't watch Juan Pablo. I didn't like him. It's a lot of the guys. The guy leads sometimes. Nick Viola was the bachelor who got me back into it, though, because I first started with Sean Lowe, and then I watched a couple seasons. Then I stopped for a little bit, and then got back on with Nick. And so, but I don't know. If we weren't doing the podcast, I probably wouldn't watch it, but I'm dedicated yeah. To recapping these episodes, even if we recap them six days after the episode airs, we're still gonna do it. Yeah, we're still gonna put it out. It. At this point, do it's you, just a matter of principle. What's up? Yeah. Do you think so on this Bachelor season with Clayton? Because they've shown the previews of where I think it must have been this week or last week that they showed the preview. I don't think we've talked about it yet. Oh no, where we haven't. There was like twelve girls crying already. It looks so bad. I already. It looks so bad. <laughs> And the, I just don't have the belief I, of knowing what I know about Clayton that no one that likes he has him. the ability to to um, cause that type of emotion and, and like genuinely. I promise you that Clayton does not last more than a year with whoever he picks. I promise <laughs> I don't know. you. He could get there. Could be just some like normal middle America girl who goes on there, blonde. Oh, he's definitely ending up with a blonde girl. That they, that they end up together? He's definitely ending up with that. someone named Blonde. So, named Blonde. Someone Blonde. And yeah, her name is Blonde. His name is Crouton. Her name is Salad. And they're going to live <laughs> happily ever after. She's Caesar Salad. Yeah. I could. 
I could really see that. I, I, I think it would be pretty easy for him to actually end up with somebody. Not yeah, maybe. That, not in the way that I would want to end up, end up with somebody or or anything like that. But um, I, I think because he's like, what I what I look what I see when I look at Clayton, um, he's like, I like to listen to country music, but like pop country and my favorite movie is like Forrest Gump or something like that. Like it's just the and family's everything to me because my parents have been together for fifty years and sports. Yeah, like it's just it's all. I don't know. Uh, he go, you know he goes to church and everything, which I'm sure he does. Oh, I don't, I'm sure. I don't know that they're making that a big deal, but I'm sure he does. He goes to like Watermark. Yeah, he, he goes straight to Watermark. I, oh man, Where he flies he to Watermark his, uh... in a private jet, or he goes to the church that Justin Bieber goes to. Do you know Something what? Like that. Do you know what uh, state he's from? I don't. Is he from no. California? Yeah, I don't either. But whatever it is, he's going to a mega church there, and which which is crazy because at those mega churches, there's girls looking for wives all over the, I'm mean, looking for husbands all over the place. <laughs> wives, and that's a probably more progressive church, right up their alley. I know. If I was a Christian girl going to a Christian church, looking for a tall, I mean, I still probably wouldn't be that into him. He's really not my type, but <laughs> I know every girl would be so into him. You just want a guy who can... He's tall and loves Jesus. He, and he can lead Bible study with his with his friends. He can tell his friends to, to stop cursing so much because his wife is around. <laughs> that's that's what you want. That's, that's what you want with Clayton. And that's what you'll get. I, I don't think... I, I, I'm not as pessimistic about him actually finding somebody because I don't think it'll be that hard... If he can just find a girl who wants to be with him, that's because true. I think he'll pretty much be with whatever. Whoever. I think I could see him being a good partner, though, in terms of being very like kind and affectionate. He's probably going to be a good partner to whoever who wants sure. to be with him. I think I just don't want to be with him, so it's hard to be. I don't know. But then, if there's a girl who does want to be with him, it'll probably work out great. No, yeah, he he wants it really bad. Is what it seems like. As, is what he's he will like do him crying anything in the, for children. In the thing after he got eliminated. He's like, I will do like, anything for children. Like, I'll do okay. anything. Okay, I'll Clayton. do anything. I think I give give Clayton a lot of shit that he probably doesn't deserve, really, because it's like he hasn't. He really has not done anything wrong. He as a person has not done anything wrong. It is just production choosing the same guy over and over again, which is so annoying. Yeah, and it's a guy, and somebody else brought this up on another podcast. I maybe it was Chatty Broads. They were just talking about how producers basically want to pick a lead that they can mold and convince to do different things. And Clayton is, was probably one of the more easily like moldable person, if that makes sense. Like Nate oh, definitely. is probably going to go they, rogue, they, or but he's going to like listen to what production says and kind of be their puppet and do what they want him to do. And so that's why they pick him. It's not just, it's not that they like him the most. It's that they think he's the most easily manipulated. You know what I, I, I want a job in? I want a job as, as one of these production people. Oh my gosh. What I a think, dream job. I, I would love would to fun. be a producer. How do I get that job? Yeah. How do you get that job? I it bet be like you got to know people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I would love to be a producer. Wow. Is that my dream job? That, that, that would be easy. I, no, maybe it wouldn't be easy. Maybe long hours. Who knows? I kind of feel like so, uh, there are a lot of producers who do maybe some less ethical stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just would be wondering if I would be conflicted sometimes. Oh, I got a good idea. You and me are, are producers, but we're assigned to one person. 
and you're like the angel on the shoulder and I can be like the devil on the shoulder. <laughs> or if you want to be the devil, you can do that as well. We I can, can take turns. Yeah, we can take turns. It would confuse them so much. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Picture us, we're assigned to Clayton. I think I'd like, probably be more the devil because I'd be like, oh, yeah, totally go to her room in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm, definitely oh, do that. Yeah. Like, You know what she likes to do? Uh, she's having dinner with one of the other contestants, but you should show she would up with really the guitar. like it if you went over there. <laughs> Bring your ukulele, write a song, show up, start serenading her. She's going to love it. I promise. Just go do it. I, I told, and, I, and she'd already told me that you are the, the one she's going to pick at the end, so you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, just you can bring your ukulele, do whatever song you want, and also, you should say I love you to her, even though she's already said that she's not gonna say I love you to anybody until it's the very end. And if she doesn't say that to you, you leave. You get up out of here and you go. And everyone will be rooting for you to be the bachelor. You will look so good, I promise you. Also, all these guys have been talking shit behind your back. Have you heard about that? stuff they also they think you're fake and they think you have bad style so <laughs> oh man yeah we could do that oh, that'd be great. That. Uh, oh you know what we should do mm-hmm. no i don't we should make a i think i already had this idea where we make a podcast that's about the bachelorette like it's about a fake bachelorette um we can we create an entire bachelorette season that actually doesn't happen in real life but we just write it what <laughs> are you saying no is, is this silence being no um we, we I'm create just... a fiction season of the bachelor they've already done that it's called unreal it's on hulu all right no not that this is podcast form okay so just they're just what dating on a podcast okay well we have to do more of a okay this won't work i'll, I'll tell you later okay i don't understand and I, I also won't tell you later because I've, I've dropped the idea already. Okay. Well, everyone, Shay had an idea, and then in the span of, like, 30 seconds, I've killed it. And I don't even know how because yeah. I don't know what the she idea was. It. I'm and so sorry. That was a good idea, too. I'm sorry I didn't understand idea. it. I said, nope, we're not doing that. I did it not understand work. it. All right. Any other thoughts on the hometown episode? Mm, what else? No, I don't think so. I think that's I think we covered much pretty it. much all of it. I I was nervous to watch this episode. Why? Because I knew I knew it was going to be Rodney going home, and I really didn't want to see Rodney go home and be sad. Mm. Was I wasn't nervous. It. I felt like uh, Rodney got a great edit. Everyone in Bachelor Nation loves him. And I think he and Michelle will still be friends. So I think it turned out pretty well for Rodney, honestly. He doesn't want to be friends. He wants to be He wants to be the love of her they life. They post on Instagram that they're friends now or something like that. Yeah. So he, I'm happy for them. Fun. Oh, another thing. Did I tell you that I got my COVID booster and my flu shot? No, I did not. At the, the same, same time? Day. Yeah, at the same time. Uh, yeah. Did you have any side effects or anything? Yeah, I felt pretty bad <laughs> for the next, like, 24 hours, but then I took some Tylenol, and I was okay, but I was just starting to feel, like, some aches right now. I was like, oh, my gosh, am I getting sick? But then then I remembered when I got my shots. That was last oh, week. Oh, when did you get it? Right before Thanksgiving. Oh. Okay, so it's been a while, so that, I guess that's not side effects. Yeah, but. it's not that. I'm probably just, like, tired or something, but uh, yeah. I just didn't I remember if I mine. told you. 
Yeah, go get boosted. Get your flu I need shot. To get boosted. Um, yeah, I didn't get my flu shot last year, and it's because I just kept procrastinating getting it. And this year, I was like, nope, I am getting to get going to get it. But then there comes a point where it's like so late into flu season. It's just like, what's the point of even giving it getting at this point? But yeah. I think I got it early enough, especially for the holidays when I'm going to see my entire family. I was like, it's going to be good to have this, I think. Did I tell you about when I got my flu shot last year? No. <laughs> it was, uh, I got it mid-November before I came to California. And I remember I, um, I went to go get the flu shot. I, I wasn't planning on getting the flu shot. They're just like, hey. You need to also get your flu shot when I was doing my my checkup or whatever. And then, so the nurse comes in to give me my flu shot, and I couldn't, I was wearing long sleeves that I couldn't roll all the way up for it to be, for her to be able to do the shot in my arm. Mm-hmm. So she was like, okay, just take your, take your arm out of your shirt. And I was like, okay. And then something in my head was like, put your arm through the neck hole of the shirt. <laughs> no. And... <laughs> <laughs> so I put my I pull my arm through the neck no. hole of the shirt, which stretches the whole thing out. And then the nurse who had turned around to get the shot ready <laughs> turns back around and she's like, "No, I meant you you pull it through the bottom, obviously." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, That's I could I could have done that, I but I've done this already." Whole, so your whole shirt <laughs> off. I thought you were gonna say that is hilarious. Oh man, it was it was embarrassing. I I actually. Uh, I was like, am I ever going to tell this story? I hear you um, are sharing it. I after it happened, it. I was like, am I ever going to tell this? I really <laughs> shouldn't tell this because it paints me as an idiot. But, no, it's uh, hilarious. Here I am. Um, do you want to know something kind of sad and slightly concerning? What, that I, that I put my, that I got all confused about where to put my arm? <laughs> no, do you want to hear something slad, oh, sad yes. Yes, and I slightly do. concerning and trigger warning death of an animal? Okay. But Rosalind's sister just died. Rosalind's my cat. Rosalind's sister just died, uh, like, last week because she had an enlarged heart. And Whoa. she, like, had to be – her limb was, like, dislocated. So they had to put her under anesthesia to, like, put her leg back in or something. And under anesthesia, she died because her heart was enlarged. So I'm – and her – I mean, Rosalind and her sister are only two and a half. So I'm just kind of nervous that what if Rosalind has an enlarged heart? Yeah, can you get that checked somehow? Yeah, I think or I'm gonna take her to the vet and check? have them look at her. Cause isn't I don't know that was just kind of concerning. It's kind of it's very rare for a cat to die at like two and a half. Yeah. From like a health thing. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that scary? That just made me very that sad. That is that is scary. But I bet it was just. I bet it wasn't like a genetic thing. I bet it was just an abnormality. So it wasn't like Rosalind is guaranteed to have it. That's that would be my guess. I don't know though. But it's also sad because I fostered her sister. I named her Juliet. It was Rosalind and Juliet. And you named her? Yeah, I did. Um, oh man, that is sad. And so Juliet's dead. Then isn't that like I don't know. I'm just very sad about it. I haven't heard of any of my fosters dying, but then my the rescue yeah. nurse told me about it. You her. think that they would tell you? Yeah, I mean, I'm close to the lady who I rescue, who I foster for, and so she texted me letting me know that Juliet had passed away. Oh, man. So, I don't know. That Not to sad. end the podcast on a sad note, but I was just really sad about it, and I f- realized I didn't tell you about it. Yeah, big heart. Too big of a heart. Well, maybe she took more of Rosin's heart, because Rosin has such a small heart. Just kidding. Yeah, Rosin's she has very a small loving. Heart. Yeah. Rosin's very loving. I do love her. Yeah, I, the thought of nice Rosalind dying makes me 
want to die. Like, I would, I don't even know what I would do, honestly. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. She's, she's just such a good cat. She's incredible. Sometimes I'm like, what if she's a, what if she hates me? What if she has a bad life? Like, maybe she doesn't even okay, have to This, is, this is the point where Kyla forgets that we're recording and thinks <laughs> we're just on a normal phone call. <laughs> no, but what if Rosalind isn't happy? Because <laughs> this is, this is a, this is a normal refrain of a, of a Shay and Kyla phone call <laughs> where it, where it devolves into Kyla wondering if her cat, or if her cat hates her. <laughs> no, no, Kyla, I don't think your cat hates you. Every I time. I think she has a very good life. No, but what if she doesn't like her food and she can't <laughs> tell me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you can do about that. She's never going to be able to tell you. She didn't throw it up. So. No, but she could. I don't she know. She could. Is, yeah, this she is a, our phone calls at one in the morning. I call you and I'm just like, okay, existential question. Does my cat hate me? Do you think my cat hates me? No, you freak. I, I bet you've said that to me a dozen times since it's I've been It's because it's a fear I have. Sometimes I wonder if, sometimes I wonder if Rosalind hates me. It's I'm a fear like, I have. Why would you even wonder that? She has, a, she has a good life. You don't let her out on the porch. That's probably why she hates you. She can't <laughs> even crawl underneath that thing. Oh, my gosh. She escaped, yes, or not yesterday, a couple days ago to my hallway. And Again? I was carrying in groceries, yes. She'll, like, door dash out there. But I was carrying in a ton of groceries, so she ran out the door. And so I had to set my groceries down and then go back out to get her. So I set my groceries down, then I go back to get her, and she's gone. And there's a dog in the hallway with one of my neighbors. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, Rosalind's gone. This is horrible. And then my neighbor was like, oh, she went that way. But in the span of, like, two seconds, she had run all the way, like, across the corner and in my apartment complex. My I, my hallway's enclosed. It's not, like, outside. But it was just yeah. very scary. And she was freaked out because the dog barked at her. And mm. it was on a leash, though. So it was okay. But I just got very scared. And she has not door dashed since then. So maybe oh, yeah, she that learned that, scared her straight. that the apartment hallway is not a fun place for her. Yeah, she needs some outside time. That's what she needs. What I really need Out to do is porch. get her a harness and a leash so I can have her on the porch, but I'm not, she, I won't let her get close to the edge. <laughs> yeah. She's not going to jump off. There's, she would get, she could get scared. It I don't trust happen. her enough. I don't, happen. but the odd chance that it does happen, I would not forgive myself. Anyways, you're, you're betraying her the life of great. No, oh my gosh, I need, I, I need to get a harness and a leash for my kitty. And then yeah. I do wonder if I'm depriving her of a sibling, if I should get another cat. But then it is stressful to have two cats, I think. But I do worry. I get worried that she's lonely. That's more more my worry, I think. Not that she hates me, but she's lonely. This is Rose Dive's cat corner. <laughs> Rosalind Dive. All right. Well, I should uh, stop talking about my cat. Uh, any other thoughts about The Bachelor? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank you. I don't you. think so. I think we're done. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope the audio wasn't too bad. Shay is joining us via phone, so I think it was probably okay. Um, yeah, it probably worked out pretty well. It's probably fine. And it's only, like, three more weeks we have to do it like this. And then we will be back in person, which I'm excited about. All right, yeah, so sounds good. we will see you guys I probably Tuesday night or Wednesday night um, for our recap of the Mental, mental All. Mental All recap. And other than that, I hope everyone has a wonderful December, and we'll talk to you all soon. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.